Welcome to the second episode of this podcast. I am Anthony Locke. I am your host, and today we have a special guest with us, and his name is Carlos. Say hi, Carlos. What's up? Carlos and I have been friends for a few years now. He kind of acts like I'm his older brother, and he likes to give me a hard time from time to time, and I'll have him introduce himself a little bit right now. So, my name is Carlos. Um, Tony asked me to come in and, and talk about uh, cert- certain topics and subjects that he um, asked me to, especially about how important exercise is and with a busy life and what it can do for your mental and emotional health. Um, I am a Weber State student. I am working towards going to PT school and I should be applying within a year or two. Um, yeah, just really laid back and chill and just like to joke around. And ladies, he is single, so if you are interested, he's single. Does, does dating myself count as a... <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> Carlos is dating himself. Um, but all right, so Carlos, off the top of your head, why is it important to exercise while you're in college? Well, exercising is a good stress reliever for one. Um, helps you take your mind off of just the constant homework and work and just you're always busy as, as a college student so when you ever whenever you have time either at night or in the morning when you exercise um, it helps you kind of take your mind off of all the stressful things you have it helps build confidence with you and releases endorphins that help you feel good and help you feel better um, usually if you do it in the morning it'll help you wake up and get get your day going get you motivated to actually do a full day's work um, it's also, you know, you also look good too. You, you feel good. It's, it's a good confidence boost and confidence builder helps out with your emotional and mental health and helps you kind of help clear your mind and, and be happy. You know, you don't want to have a mental breakdown in college. Well, with all that homework and all that stress. No, you don't. I've had my fair share of stress in college so far. So... Coming from someone, because you used to play football in high school, you were on the late high football team, what was the most important part about training for being in football? Well, you just needed to make sure that your body couldn't hold up to the hits and, well, the hits you deliver and the hits you take, but also you needed to develop certain muscles to do what you needed to do. So like as an offensive lineman or defensive lineman, you needed to make sure you strengthen your your legs, your glutes, your hips, your triceps, your chest, um, everything just to kind of make sure you get a good punch in right to the center of the chest and uh, good strong hands to slap away somebody's arms to get to the quarterback or to the running back. Um, it's just developing and making sure you have a good foundation um, to actually stabilize uh, your body and everything that you need. So along with that, I took a lot of training in weightlifting and eating right, if I'm correct. You can say that. I didn't eat right in high school because I was a defensive lineman, so I had to put on the pounds for that. Right. So I know that coming from my own personal experience, like when you eat unhealthy, like you feel like garbage. You, you normally feel like garbage. You know, if you... 
I know that you've talked with me about how at your work they've offered you cake, they've offered you different sweets and everything, and you, you don't want to see that go to waste, but at the same time you don't want to eat because you don't want to feel like garbage afterwards. You don't mm -hmm. want to feel like a pile of garbage. Mm -hmm. So what would you suggest would be the best kind of diet for someone who's trying to get healthy and fit to start on? Well, it just... It depends, honestly, on, on how busy you are and what you can do. Um, like, for example, you want to make sure that, like on my mission, I was, I was constantly busy. I was riding my bike everywhere. We had a lot of appointments, and we were constantly knocking doors. And I could have resorted to just ramen every day or, you know, Hot Pockets. But I decided to just stick with... Um, instead of desserts, I would buy fruit and make that my dessert. Um, I would constantly drink water and milk. Well, almond milk, because I can't drink milk. But for I, I'd, I'd make sure I'd have lean protein, so turkey, fish, chicken. Um, on occasion, I'd have red meat. Uh, I would eat, make sure I had enough fiber in my diet with whole wheat, oats, um, I'd always have peanut butter for some fat content and protein. I'd have honey with it. Um, and then for lunch, I would buy a bunch of either legumes, so different kind of beans, lentils, whole grain rice, and it'd keep me full for the day, but it wasn't super packed in, in calories, and, and unlike a, you know, a piece of cake, where a cake, it pretty much calorie-wise, is like a whole meal. Exactly. So, I know that coming from my own personal experience, because I work at Bowman's, and you know Bowman's and Kaysville is—they're known for their famous bakery. They've been around since like the early 1900s, and like I've, I used to always be tempted to go grab a free cookie, or if I went on break, I was like, "Well, I didn't have breakfast this morning, so I guess I'm going to go buy myself a donut." And I would usually end up feeling really sick to my stomach afterwards, and then you'd think that I would have learned my lesson, but I would just end up repeating the same cycle the next day so what would you suggest to like someone who's in that rut that just they want to get away from sweets but they know that it's gonna be hard for them to get off sweets at the same time like, what would you suggest for them to do well that's something also I'm, I'm struggling with as well with it um, but I'd probably say for one stay away from the from the sweets aisle um, it's okay to have sweets on occasion but if you know you have a problem like I do where if you buy a box of Ho-Ohs and then you eat the whole box in one night and then you feel <laughs> guilty, um, that's, that's probably not good. It's probably not good and at all. So, you know, buying fruit, making sure you get fruit first, making sure you eat before you go grocery shopping. Because when, you, when you're hungry and you're grocery shopping, you start going after things that you're craving. So you're walking around and you see brownies and you're like, ooh, that sounds good. And that shouldn't be the case. And, you know, it shouldn't, that shouldn't be the case for that. So I'd probably say, you know, go, go buy yourself some fruit. Buy, buy fruits that you like and figure out different ways that you can, you know, enjoy yourself with that. Um... And two, just 
you know, if you if you do somehow get sweets for your birthday or Christmas or something, try to see if you can share it with with other people. Pawn it off, um, because if you try to like selfishly keep it, you're gonna try to keep it and eat it. And if you do have sweets in your home, hide it in a cupboard, because if it's not in front of you, you're not gonna think about it. Sharing is caring, that's for sure. Um, I know that like I, when I was in high school, I I think Carlos probably would have probably yelled at me a few times if he was around me in high school because I was one of those people in high school that I would have between five and ten Mountain Dews a day of the 20 ounce Mountain Dews and that's you know Mountain Dews it's 46 grams for every container and I was having between five and ten a day like I'd have one when I got to school I'd have one after second period I have like one or two during lunch and I'd grab one to take with me to seminary or I'd grab one to take with me home and so I you know I was so hyped up on calories and everything, and I actually even did the math on last week about it, and I think the average calorie or sugar content I would could be consuming a day just with the Mountain Dew was 230 grams of sugar a day. And I think that's the problem is that people, especially like in high school and other places, you know, they have access to these vending machines that have these unhealthy snacks, these go-to things like, oh, well, I'm so tired, I need to have caffeine to wake up. But what would you say is a, you know, a better alternative to like, let's say if you want to go work out in the morning, what's a better alternative to help wake yourself up? Well, I mean, for one, make sure you get good sleep. Having eight hours of sleep is something that you would need. Um, because, so for one, our body produces a hormone called leptin that helps ex expulge or, or use our fat storage cells um, especially while we're, while we're asleep and while um, we're at rest and honestly that hormone does not work if we don't get enough sleep at night so do some good time management figure out you know you got homework you got work you got other stuff figure out and break up what you can do and have a goal I need to have this done or I need to be done by this time this night so I can get enough sleep and then honestly what wakes you up is is working out and nice ice cold cup of water that's what i've always done um honestly i've never had an energy drink before and whenever i've needed to actually use caffeine it's rarely a mountain dew and that's when it's finals and i'm only sleeping four hours a night good old finals so just just doing that but just make sure you get enough sleep for one sleep's important um, if you don't get enough sleep, you're not going to have a healthy lifestyle and you're not, you're going to see the weight gain. You're going to see your mental health deteriorate, your emotional health. And that's not good. No, it's understandable sometimes with school and finals, but if you don't have a reason, like you're just playing video games until way late at night and then you have to work early in the morning, reevaluate what you're doing. Now, I remember when I was in, in high school, I had a, a church leader. He was, he took us on a, like a tour of his his work and he said that like there was this guy that was like the tech savvy guy for their company and he was like you know he was really smart he was really he knew what he was doing but at the same time he was one of those guys that would stay up until the wee hours of the morning playing world of warcraft he was married but then he ended up getting fired because he would come to work exhausted he wasn't able to be as productive as he normally would be so I mean, there's definitely some benefits of, you know, getting enough sleep. I know that in my own personal life, um, even in my early 20s, like I 
was heavily addicted to video games. I, I loved them. I thought they were the best thing ever. I'd, I'd drop like 60 bucks a, a paycheck on a, on a new game. But I knew that my addiction to video games had become unhealthy when I was like 23, 24, and my mom's having to come down at 3 o'clock in the morning saying, Tony, it's 3 a.m., go to sleep. Because like so many others, I kept saying, like, well, I'll just get to this next level and I'll go to sleep. And then I get to the next level. I'm like, well, I can, I'm still awake. I can still keep going. But in the long run, that caused me more pain than it did good. So do you, what do you have to Do you have any advice on people getting more sleep? It's honestly, it's most of it's circadian rhythm. Um, and where your body gets used to and sets its own... Um, sleeping cycle mm -hmm. and so it's gonna be weird at first when you try to go to bed earlier but your body will get used to it so you just need to force yourself you need to find ways to relax yourself meditation um, taking melatonin if you need to um, just doing whatever you can to get yourself relaxed and calm just to, to fall asleep pretty easily but you'll you'll see it do wonders if you sleep, you'll start looking better, you'll start feeling happier, and stress will kind of melt away. You'll be calm about most stuff. Yeah. Things won't irritate you. Okay, Carlos, so what would you say is important to stay motivated while exercising? Um, well, it's, it's tough being motivated, actually, because I think that's, that's my problem. Um, like I've, I've definitely gained weight and it's just hard, but you got to get in a habit. You got to get in a rhythm because usually the first two weeks of trying to exercise is always the toughest because you're sore, it hurts to move. And you're just like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. You seem, you feel super tired, um, when you wake up in the morning, but you have a good night's rest. Um, it's just, it's just tough, but you got to, it's just you having a strong will to push yourself. Um, if you're not motivated and you're not pretty much loving yourself to do it, to push yourself, then you're not going to do it. If you feel like you can't be self-motivated, have somebody push you. Yeah, have, like you have with me. <laughs> have have somebody that can that you can be accountable to. Um, have a friend go with you to the gym. Have family members, if you have a girlfriend, have her go with you, um, just have everybody just go, and it doesn't even have to be at the gym, you can go out for a run um, at the park, go for, go play sports with each other, you can go for walks, just little things to get your heart rate up and going, and to get at least good muscles, stability, and definition as well, and just, just that. Um, like for me, be, when I started working back, when I started working out again in college, I didn't work out much of my mission. The only thing I ever did was ride my bike everywhere, and and before that, I like I was lifting in football, but I gained over thirty pounds of fat just because I kept eating the way I did, but I stopped exercising. And honestly, to get back to exercising, going to the gym. It took a couple of friends to go with me in the morning, and it was it was hard. But I had I had I knew I had to be accountable to them. I knew I had to show up, and 
if I wasn't no-show, they would give me a bunch of crap after. They would not let me live it down. And so then after that, they kind of started dropping off the face of the earth, except for, you know, my one of my best friends who wanted to go super early in the morning, and I was not keen to going at 5 a.m. I was more, I want to go at 7 a.m., 6.30. And so he started going earlier. I came later, and I realized, you know, I like being by myself with my music. It's a good stress reliever. I feel good. And honestly, I feel motivated throughout the rest of the day where I got a whole lot more done compared to if I didn't go to the gym and I felt lazy, I felt like I didn't want to do anything. It's the gym or just exercising all around is just really good. It, it wakes up your mind, everything. So, Well, I think that there's something to be said about that because I know like every year around New Year's Eve, not around New Year's Eve and everything, people make these goals like, I'm going to lose this much weight in this much time. And then, like, you know, you wait, you see a couple months later, they're back to their same old diet. They're, you know, they're eating the donuts, the, the Snicker bars, and everything, you know, all the different candies and sodas. But at the same time, I feel like people need to make sure that they need to stop comparing themselves to, to others when they, do, when they go to the gym because those people that they see at the gym were where they are at one point, where they were either overweight or they were skinny or they had other issues but they just kept working at it um there i think i know what friend you were talking about and his name was thomas and uh i remember just seeing how he just had and still has some huge motivation about working out and going to the gym and making sure that everything goes right but i think that on the opposite side of things people like they have a tendency going back to the whole comparing themselves like where they see you know i know that for myself when i've been at the gym whether it be with you or with or by myself you know i see some guy walk past with these huge like six inch biceps and i have and i'm just like huh well i'm i'm a little intimidated because that guy's huge and so i start to lose my motivation and 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 honestly i think it it really just comes down to what you said with loving yourself like with who you're becoming well, that's the thing. People need to stop compete, competing with other people. I mean, it's good to have competition at times, friendly competition, especially with your friends. Um, like Thomas and I have, have had friendly competition when we lifted. We would have competition of who could lift more on the dumbbell press and who could, you know, do more on legs. And it always pushed us to, oh, come on, we got we to gotta get stronger. We got to push better. But in the end, you got to, it's you competing against you. Um, you always got to push yourself. Um, when I started lifting in high school, my first thought was, okay, I can do this. That's great, but let me do a little bit more. Let me add five or ten pounds more. And then when that felt normal, okay, a little more. A little more. One more rep. One more set. Just one more. Just... So you can get out of your comfort zone and push yourself. Um, it's where you get most growth and everything else. And then there's multiple other things that help you get stronger, bigger, faster, different techniques. But it's all a mindset. It's all on you. If, if you limit your mind and you think, I can't do this, then your body's going to believe that you're not going to be able to do it. But if you believe just a little bit more, like, for example, 
my max bench, I honestly didn't feel like I could I could bench a lot, honestly, um, especially in high school. I got I felt like I got stuck at 185, 195, and I had a kid I played football with. His name was Ryan Torres, and love this kid. He's awesome. Um, he helped push me. He helped me get that mindset where I wasn't super confident in myself, and I, I didn't feel like I, I could be strong enough that I could, you know, put on all this muscle. But he kept pushing me. He's like, come on, Carlos, five more, five more pounds, just a little bit more. Ryan, this is my max. I don't care, a little bit more. Um, and he always made it seem like he was holding onto the bar until I found out he wasn't holding onto the bar. He was keeping his hands a little bit underneath, probably about five, four or five inches off the bar and making it seem like he was helping me, but he was spotting me to make sure I didn't drop it on my chest. I got to the point where I was like, you know, Ryan's helping me and I'm, I'm, I'm bench pressing 245, 255 and it's tough, but I'm grateful that Ryan's helping me. And then everybody's just like, yeah, you benched 245, 255 and that was my senior year. And I'm like, what? No, I didn't. And they're like, yeah, you did. I'm like, no, I didn't. And they're like, dude, Ryan, Ryan wasn't holding on. Ryan wasn't holding on at all. And Ryan was just like, yeah, man, I wasn't. He was like, I just, he's like, you just need to learn to believe in yourself, to trust in yourself. And at that point in time, that's, that's when I learned it's, it's all, it's all mental. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I remember, I remember my junior year of high school, I, uh, I got into the body conditioning class at late, at Layton High and, uh. I, I started lifting weights and at first like I was only lifting like I think at first I started I could only lift or could only really bench press the bar because I was just so skinny and weak. I don't want to even remind myself how weak I was, but um but it got to the point where like halfway through the semester I was getting up to like hundred and fifty and I think by the end of the semester when the class was ending, I think I had actually hit two forty five and I was very proud of myself but then my after that, I still exercised the next semester because I had another gym class, but I stopped weightlifting. Like I, I didn't touch it again for years, and so I lost all that success, all that push that I had. I lost because I just had kind of given up on it. I think that goes back to the whole motivation thing. Like I remember when I was a senior in high school, I was one of the fastest in one of my gym classes. And I kept saying to myself, you know, after my senior year is done, I'm just going to keep up with this. I'm going to go running. You know, you get to the, the, the next year when you're not in high school anymore. I'm like, huh, well, that was a great, a great thought, but that's not happening right now. And I remember like even five, like a couple years after I was out of high school, I was decided to go out on, out on a run one evening and I could barely even run like 15 feet. And I was out of breath and I was just so upset with myself because I had let myself go so much because I had lost that motivation. All right, so for anyone that's listening, this is really just an episode to keep people motivated about exercising, especially like while you're in college, because let's face facts, you know, we get, we talked about this earlier, like with finals, with homework, with work, with, with dating. I mean, even if you're, you're married and when you're in high school, you know, you still have to take time to have that date night with your spouse or with your significant other, um, but I think that so many people, they lose interest in exercising while they're in college. 
I'm sure Carlos, you could probably agree with that, that so many people, they become preoccupied with more with their education and they start going after the quick pick-me-ups to help them get through class. Like, well, I'm tired, so I'm just going to go buy a, a candy bar to help wake me up. And then they just keep going down that even worse path. Would, would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I say it happened to me. When I started getting into my higher classes of anatomy, uh, physiology, chem, gen chem, ochem, um, and just like biomechanics and exercise physiology, just I, I stopped going, I stopped exercising in the morning. I stopped, like every morning I would eat, usually I try to eat oatmeal and eggs, but then I started switching to peanut butter and jam sandwich or um, just little things. I stopped eating lunch just so I can make it from school to work. I was staying up late studying and I wanted sleep rather than exercise. I noticed I lost my motivation. Um, I lost definition. Um, I didn't lose strength. Well, I mean, I lost strength, but not that much. Um, I could still do um, a bunch of weight, leg press and squat wise. I could still do, I could, st I was still able to deadlift a good amount and bench press and, and power clean and hang clean and, and even power snatch a good amount. It's just, I, I just, I started getting flabbier. Um, I started, you could tell that I still had muscle, but I, you know, I started getting flabbier with it. And, and it's just because I was tired. I was stressed and I felt like I needed to focus more on my studies to make sure I passed my test or got my project done or did my studies. And I felt, and once that started on one semester, it just happened on the next one and the next one and the next one until finally it was three semesters. And I was just like, I haven't exercised in pretty much a year and a half now. And I've gotten flabbier. My stomach has grown a little bit, um, especially my love handles. Um, my legs are still muscular, but my quads don't pop out like they used to. Um, and same, I'm losing definition on my upper body as well. And same with the veins coming up my arms and my shoulders. I've lost... I've lost those two and they only come out when I really exert myself. And so it's, it's just hard because it's, it's easy to just fall out of it. It's hard to get back in. And I've tried to get back in. I'll work out for like a week or two and then I'll fall back out. And so it's just trying to push yourself over and over again. Um, your body will always have the muscle memory. Your body will always have everything to get back into it. Like, if you've ever lifted, the muscle will come back quick. It, it did with me once I got back to my mission. It's just it's just getting the motivation again to do it, especially when you're super busy. So best thing to do is prioritize your time. Figure out what you want to do. Is exercise really that important to you? And if not, you know, figure out what is. Studies? Okay, figure out a time for your studies. Figure out a time. Um... What classes will you focus on this day? What classes will you focus on that day? What, you know, prep, prep your meals. What do you want to eat for breakfast the next day? Do you need to prepare it the night before? Iron your clothes the night before. Get ready for school. Get ready for work. Um, you know, prepare your lunch and take it with you so you can eat it. Make sure it's nutritious. Make sure, like I always carry a protein bar and 
um, a couple of dried mangoes with me when I'm in class so I can stay awake and, and focus, but also help me recover uh, when I used to exercise and even when I don't exercise. Um, and then just figure out and be consistent with when you want to exercise as well. If you want, okay, I need to wake up at 6 and be at the gym at 6.30, work out for an hour, and then get ready for class. You know, shower, do all the stuff you need to do. But it's you needing to set apart the time. Because if, if, if you're getting frustrated with yourself that you're not doing it, you're not really setting pretty much the time or the priority. And that's what I've done. And so now it's reassessing your life and your priorities and, and doing it. Well, I think that to kind of go along with that is like, you know, going back to the whole thing, like if you're married, go work out with your spouse. Like it, it's, there's no shame in that. Like, you know, you see them at their worst, you see them at their best. And I think that's one of the main problems that so many people have. Like they, they like, especially us guys, like, you know, we want to press the opposite sex, like with our, with our guns, with our muscles and everything. But well, I think it just depends on the person. Like I probably say I was like that before. But I honestly now do muscles for me. Exactly. I do it for me because it's it's for self confidence. For me, I feel good. I love I love myself when I have, and I, I just feel great. Like I know how I felt when I played football, and I felt great, and I want to feel like that again. Um, I really don't care if, because if the girl likes me just for my muscles, there's no then, point to yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 hollow and. For me, I don't know. I just feel more confident with myself when I have it, and I feel like I can be myself. Like, my true self can come out when I have confidence with myself. That's why I do it. Well, and I think that to go along with that, you know, especially for those who listen to this, um, you know, a lot of people, they say, like, oh, well, I'm too depressed to go work out, or I'm, I have too much anxiety. Working out and exercising is actually good for your mental health. Like it's so important because it releases that the endorphins, that feel-good chemical that everyone, you know, when they do something good, that's that chemical that that releases into your brain. And so I think that you know it it honestly helps people with depression. Like it's helped me with my depression. It's helped others with their depression. I but I think that so many people they just I feel like it, going back to your whole thing about motivation is they just try to find excuses. They try to find reasons not to go because then they try to justify themselves with those reasons yeah like like how you're saying with anxiety anxieties come from many different things like what if i get judged what if i'm like what if i don't look good enough like the other people well that's the thing you're not the other people you're you everyone started off different like i was at the highest i weighed was 240 245 and i was a ball but you have to start somewhere so you have to push yourself. Two, nobody's there to hook up. And that's something I've always wondered when I'm at the gym. Why do I smell perfume or cologne when somebody walks by? Or why do why, you... why do you wear makeup? Exactly. Why, you know, why are you trying to show off, like, and, and I'm guilty of this, like, of, of, of trying to show off certain body parts. Like, I'm, I'm proud of my legs. I'm proud of my quads, my glutes, and my hamstrings. And so sometimes when I'm at the gym, I wear shorter shorts to show off my quads, especially on leg day. And, you know, but why Why are you going there? Just You go there for self-improvement. You go um, to help each other out. And, and that's why, you know, people have anxieties about, I don't feel good enough to be there. I don't feel, you know, 
just go for you. Don't go for anyone else. Go for you. And then with the depression, I know it's hard to get up in the morning. If it's hard just because you're, you're, you're trying to build yourself up to get up and go, then start off doing it in the evening, right after work. You know, end your night on, on a good note. Or do it midday, like when you have a little bit of a break. Um, just figure out a time where you can do it. And if you have a hard time with going in the morning, one thing you can do is, and I mean, I wouldn't suggest it because, you know, you could pee your bed, but like if you drink a bunch of water just to make sure you get up out of bed, that can get you up. But mainly, put your phone or your alarm or whatever and put it way far away where you actually have to get up out of bed. Turn it off and you're already up. Just go get up, get ready, change, and go go to the gym or go outside for a walk. Because honestly, if you just lay there, your mind is going to be stuck on what's making you depressed, what triggered you, mm-hmm. your loneliness. And so getting your mind off of things, like for a walk, like how Tony mentioned endorphins, you're going to start feeling good and your mind's going to go off of that. You're going to start thinking, wow, it feels really good. Or look at the look at the the sunrise. Or you're gonna start thinking about wow, it's it's really pretty out here, or, or listening to the birds, or you're at the gym and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so sore, but this feels great. I don't know why this feels great, but this is amazing. You know, there's just, just little things. It's you one thing that I've learned when you have depression is depression will come. It just depends on what you do with it once it comes. Exactly. I think that now I was listening to uh, another podcast a few weeks ago while I was, um, actually while I was mowing the lawn. And the one of the people on the podcast, they were saying how when they fought depression, they recognize it and they don't, and they just, they just tell it that it's not allowed here anymore. Like they recognize, you know, when those thoughts come on, they think, I recognize you but you're not allowed here. And, you know, they focus their attention on more positive things. And I think that that some of my best days have been like when I've either, you know, gone and worked out or went on a walk or something, or even just woken up early and just being able to see the sunrise like that. That's just kind of giving me motivation to exercise, to feel good about my day and to feel good about who I am. And I think that's one of the most important keys of exercises is just looking at yourself and saying, I am a, good guy or I'm a good girl you know um but I think that so many people they can going back to the whole comparison thing like you know we have superhero movies that come out where people are like oh you know us guys we think well I wish I could be as fit as Chris Evans Captain America well you can but you have to stick with it and that's the thing that those actors and actresses they they didn't get that way overnight they had training they had to do they had to go on strict diets they had to do all the stuff they had to stay motivated so it's it's hard to maintain that's what that's 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 where you have to be disciplined it's once once you get it it's not super hard or once you've had it before but it's hard to maintain it especially the physique that like chris evans had um it's hard to keep that eight pack that six pack you could ask thomas about it He's had a hard time trying to keep his, but he's, he's, he's gotten to it before. It's just hard to maintain it. And for me, 
I love food way too much to have any any six pack. I just put a protect it. I just put some protection around it, and and you know it's good. I think just the protection went around to some love handles, and so, um, but it's it's doable. It, everything is doable if if you put your mind to it and if you work hard enough to it. So I think you know ending this off, um, my. I'll give my advice and I'll have you give some advice to anyone listening, Carlos. But my advice would be to, number one, watch what you eat. Um, you know, like I understand that, you know, bakeries, and especially in grocery stores, they, they're fantastic. I've, I've eaten my fair share of donuts in the past. But I think if you're really wanting to stay healthy and stay physically fit and not even just physically fit, but mentally fit, like, you know, watch what you eat. You know, get the right amount of sleep. And don't just come home and say from work or school and say, well, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. Come home and do something constructive, like whether it be like picking up a talent that you have or just doing something to make those endorphins kick in even more so. So you can, as Carlos mentioned, end on a good note. What do you think? What was your advice? Well, I mean, first off, like, I agree with Tony on the on the on the sweets thing. Just for one, that's that's my that's always what I struggled with is the sweets and um, the food. Just I love food, and the way my friends have always described me is I look like a fat ripped guy. Just I have muscle. I just have fat on my belly. I have I have a gut with muscle, and that's it. And um, but I'd probably say the, the biggest thing I could say is don't ever doubt yourself and don't ever limit yourself. Um, if you start doubting, that's when everything will start going downhill. So never doubt yourself and always believe in yourself. Love yourself enough to do what you want to do. Um, and honestly believe that you, you deserve it. Um, but again, also be realistic about it. Don't, don't try to oh I'm gonna I'm gonna try to deadlift a car or something like you know you be realistic <laughs> about it but two um don't beat yourself up you know be accountable to yourself if something if something goes wrong if you don't reach what you want or you miss a, a workout be accountable to yourself know that you can do better but don't beat yourself up because then it's just gonna get worse. All right. Well, so that's going to end this episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember to not live in the past, but live for the present and future. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time, okay? Have a good one. Bye. Say bye, Carlos. Adios.